Welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet Movie Podcast, brought to you by ToughPigs.com. This is the podcast where we watch The Great Muppet Caper two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Ryan Rowe. And I'm your other host, Anthony Strand. And today we have a return guest who we are very happy to be talking to. Guest, who are you? Uh, I'm Jessica Evans. (laughs) Welcome back. Thank you. And uh, today we are talking about minutes 41 and 42 of The Great Muppet Caper, in which the whole Muppet gang travels to the Dubani Club in the Happiness Hotel bus. So we begin with Neville and Dorcas, the residents of 17 Highbrow Street, whom we have previously spent some time with. Um, Neville is explaining that the pig who was just climbing up the the side of their house was just in the linen closet with a lizard. <laughs> so how many times has Kermit been mistaken for a lizard? Doesn't uh, Fozzie's ma call him a lizard in Muppet Family Christmas? Yes, definitely. And there's also like, there was a, there was a Lenny the lizard on the Muppet show, which I know isn't Kermit being a lizard, but auditioning to but be Kermit's auditioning to be Kermit's replacement. Right. Yeah. I feel like there may be one or two others. And then also <laughs> he's occasionally been referred to as a toad. Right. And then of course there's the famous tea lizard meme. Yes. yes, of course. And that's, that's why I right. thought you invited me to guest host on this particular episode, actually. <laughs> because as you love played. that, right? You love that I meme? Do. I'm a big yeah. fan of the tea lizard. For some reason, I have a sick fascination with it. <laughs> I'm not sure what to make of the tea lizard meme. Well, it's 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 interesting to me. If you combine tea lizard and big chungus, which our <laughs> listeners may or may not know that big chungus is a screenshot of a fat Bugs Bunny. Um. That like the kids of today have taken the the icons of years past and just like refashioned them as as meme nonsense, right? Like you know, e- e- even when we were kids, every kid knew Kermit the Frog and Bugs Bunny, and now every kid knows Tea Lizard and Big Chungus. Which- well, you're right. So the the Tea Lizard thing, we've probably talked about it before, but it started as just the shot from the Lipton commercial of Kermit drinking tea, where that became a meme, where he's saying that's none of my business. Like he says mean things. Like passive aggressive things, and then says that's none of my business. Yeah, but that and, is, you know, spilling the tea, you know, aka gossip. Is that why they? Oh yeah. It that? How, how that well, started? I, mean, I just assume. So I've no, you're probably right. In my fascination of tea lizard uh, meme, yeah. that a lot of the like urban hip hop stations I follow, the Source and ninety seven point one, the New York radio stations, it's very popular there. And also that phrase, you know, spill the tea, the whole Wendy Williams thing, which Mm. I'm also interested in. So there's a bit of a cross-reference there. And that, I think, is why Tea Lizard has gotten – I mean, yes, he is drinking tea, but he's also spilling the tea, but he's not really because that's none of his business. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I'm sure sure you're – I'm sure that's all accurate. And then at some point it just – it kind of took on this – I think it must have been a joke that where people were referring to it as tea lizard, as if they didn't know that it was Kermit the Frog. Well, is that what's happening in this movie? Because I mean, clearly it's not a lizard. <laughs> right. Well, I think I think it's one of those things too where Kermit doesn't actually look that much like a frog. Like no, frogs are not shaped like Kermit is, so he could just as well be a lizard, right? <laughs> true that's true that's true i just i thought it was hilarious i mean was this the first documented you know calling him a lizard or were those other things you guys listed predate this well Fozzie's ma is definitely later yeah, yeah. so yeah yeah, yeah so know. it might be 
<laughs> so old, uh, out of touch English people and young internet people yes. think that Kermit is a lizard. Yes, <laughs> correct. All right. Um, but yeah, I just it's it's great to have. Oh, so then he Neville tells Dorcas that he recommended the Dubane Club as a nice restaurant. She tells him that's more of a supper club than a restaurant. And uh, he says, I tried to tell them that. She says, don't blame yourself. <laughs> and it's just nice to have a little bit more of this deadpan hilarity from these two. I loved that joke. I was yes. the first, her first response is not anything about, Oh, you gave directions to, you know, frog or a lizard, <laughs> but oh, oh, yeah. oh no, that's more of a supper club. I thought that <laughs> right. it's, it's perfect. Absolutely. That's perfect. what she's concerned about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we're about to move on after a, a couple of, of episodes here with these two, but um, I guess, do either of you have any, uh, final comments on on Neville and Dorcas, Jess. Well, uh, of course, I I d- didn't get to hear the podcasts where that already addressed to them. Right. But I just loved having them at the end, well, the beginning rather of this clip because they're really just per- perfect. And part of part of a lot of what you guys have been talking about with the style of this movie, the fact that it's set in London just gives it like style upon style upon style, like so many opportunities to explore those eccentricities. And this, these two are like perfect, perfect example. <laughs> sure. Uh, so Anthony, do you have any, any parting oh, words? I, I think I'm tapped out. I mean, we've, we've, like you said, we've done three, three yeah, episodes we, in a row on them. Really? About is it been that long? Is it that many minutes? I guess, I guess so. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they came in at the very end of one clip, and then we had a a couple more clips of them. Gotcha. So, so yeah, with that, we head outside the house at 17 Highbrow Street, where Kermit and Piggy find a bus full of obnoxious Muppets. Uh, Everyone is sort of uh, uh, ribbing Kermit for, for, you know, he's shown up here with his his date. Uh, Floyd says it's Kermit and his new flame. Can we can we talk about how the way that Ker- the way that Floyd says his new flame? Yeah, it sounds like the way Kermit's voice goes up on like that syllable often. Like oh, is is Floyd making fun of Kermit? Maybe. You, oh. you, you know what I'm talking about? Like where Kermit will do that that same thing? I think so. I like, to me it just sounded like, like when he's doing an introduction. Yeah, right, exactly. Or like uh, I, it, it feels like a Muppet Newsflash thing to me for some reason. I don't know. You're making a case for or Sesame it. Street Newsflash. It sounded a lot like just cat calling, you know, ding dong, and all like if, <laughs> yeah. I really listen to it over and over again to get all the like animals. Ha 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 ha. ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I love I love that animal goes Kermit. Ha ha. <laughs> Yeah. Like he's just so amused that Kermit is there with a girl. Like, and the look yeah. on her face, right? Like, oh, here we go. She keeps it together. I love, love, love her expression. Her- Actually, Piggy, and you know I'm not a huge Piggy fan. I love her in this. Because mm-hmm. She just keeps it together no matter what. She's going on this date. She's persevering <laughs> from start to finish. It's difficult and she's just in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like when younger siblings are trying to embarrass older siblings when they show up with their girlfriend. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah. And you alluded to this, Jess, but uh, so lips after, so Zoot says hubba hubba and then lips says ding ding. This is one of the few lines of dialogue ever spoken by lips in well, history. So. Lips And lips also says, how about a little traveling music here? 
Oh, is that his line? Yeah, I'm certain that's him because it sounds like Steve Whitmire. Like uh, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know what lip sounds like, but I know what Steve Whitmire <laughs> sounds like. Right? No, <laughs> I didn't know? even pick up on that, but I'm sure you're right. So um, this is a, a large percentage of Lips's dialogue ever. Yeah. Um. Get, well, and can we get back to Zoot saying "hubba hubba" for a moment? Yes. <laughs> Which, uh, as we talked about in a previous episode, when they see Kermit, Fozzie, and Gonzo see the models on the elevator, Gonzo says "hubba hubba" there. Oh yeah. So Dave Goals, is that just something that he says? Like, is it is is this like a Dave Goals thing where like Maybe. that's like what a character says when they see an attractive woman or something? I you know I don't know because it's I him both times. That's a very nineteen eighty one phrase. Yeah, true for sure. It's just the fact that it's Dave Goals both times makes me wonder if it's yeah. if, if it's him. That's funny. You know? If only Bunsen had said "hubba hubba" in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't really picture him saying that. Right. Uh, I also wanted to mention this whole scenario reminds me of a frequently told anecdote from my family. Uh, when my parents were dating early on, uh, my dad asked my mom if she would like to go to a movie with him. And she said, yes. Um, I think this is when they were both in college and he was also working as a church youth director. So he told her he would pick her up. They decided on the time. And then, um, when he arrived, she was surprised to see that he was driving a bus full of kids from the youth group. And he was like, okay, let's all go to the movie. Oh man. He should have told her that <laughs> he probably should have. But... <laughs> Wait, was the quarantined line? What made you think of it? <laughs> no, just this thing of, you know, Piggy obviously did not, she just thought it was going to be her and Kermit and she yeah. walks outside and here's this bus full of rowdy <laughs> uh, characters. So, yeah, as my mom likes to say, she married him anyway. Sure, Aww. yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds like good, clean fun. Yes. Well, then the movie they were going to see was one of the Billy Jack sequels. I don't know which one would have been out around that time, but... I hope Billy Jack Goes to Washington. Is that the best one? Well, that's the one that's an actual remake of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, but with Billy Jack. Has the same plot. Oh, really? Uh-huh. So the title is not just a reference. No, no, he becomes he becomes a senator, and like the older senator from his state is corrupt. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, it's 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 a remake. Who the heck is Billy Jack? And (laughs) kids want to see that movie. (laughs) It was a different time. Kids were socially conscious. What? How old are your parents? No, I'm just saying I can't even picture this whole. It was the '70s, Jess. Yeah. I was a ki- a lie. I was a kid in the 70s. But you've never seen any of the Billy Jack movies? No, I never even heard of <laughs> Billy Jack. <laughs> and I was a youth minister too, Ryan. And I can tell you right Not now. Not in the 70s, you weren't. <laughs> and you I, never would have tried to to like bring a boyfriend along on a church Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Times were different. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... <laughs> they they get on the bus and uh yeah so you you mentioned so pops tells them they have to ride in the front because the back is quarantined so um the bus itself i think is way cooler looking than the first the bus in the first movie yeah i had some stuff on that um, which, I, which i think is not like i feel like it doesn't get discussed as much like you say electric right, exactly. bus and people t- think of the first movie but this one i like way better it's really oh cool. yeah I have a right. whole line of op- notes about open air riding and how much fun that would be to be on top of that bus. Cool. Yeah, uh, the Electric Mayhem bus in the Muppet movie is fun to see because it's a bus full of Muppets. But this, you, like the, the Muppets are actually hanging out the windows and the band, the whole band is on the top 
playing their their rock and roll music and it just it has so much character it's this kind of this kind of broken down beat up bus that that matches the hotel itself that way and well, and the backfiring every few seconds it explodes yeah, that's in great. the back well, and I love that it actually says "Happiness Hotel Courtesy Car" on it. Like, courtesy car, yeah. Can you imagine that you need you're at the you're at the airport? You needed the courtesy car from your hotel to come pick you up, and it's and it's this thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you go to the payphone to try to figure out a different hotel to stay in. There is a hotel here in Belmar, uh, kind of Happiness Hotel esque. It's called the Mayfair, and actually, I could see. That's funny. You're, you're giving me an entrepreneurial idea. <laughs> they, I think they need a courtesy car. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it doesn't have to be fancy. Just uh, <laughs> just find a, an extremely old, broken down bus and you, you're in business. <laughs> so are we going to talk about how terrible this song is pretty soon? It's sure, the uh, worst. <laughs> I like the song. So, yeah, so uh, apparently it's Lips who calls for traveling music and then they decide to play a love song. And the love song is Nightlife, which is not a love song. Yeah, not, it's not at all. Which, I, although that's one of those things where I wonder if, because Janice says a love song. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if Richard Hunt didn't just say, like, all of this, that dialogue feels like the Muppeteers are just talking, right? Like, sure. it, doesn't, it doesn't feel scripted. No, no. and it's, it's funny, though, so. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Yeah, the, it's pretty much just a song about how Dr. Teeth likes to party, I guess. Well, um... I mean, I agree with Jess that this is a terrible song. Okay, <laughs> I think it's I think it's the worst song in any Muppet. Like it's agreed. It's, it's not it's not a song. It's just like a bunch of noise with some See, words that's, thrown at. That's what I like about it, though. <laughs> it has like a disco underpinning. I guess that what was this eighty one? Is that eighty one? Yeah, like is yeah. uh, was a terrible time. I mean, I I'll give it that. Um. Well, and actually, I I don't want to spend too much time talking about another podcast. But uh, one of my favorite podcasts, The Flophouse, which is a bad movie podcast that I recommend highly, Elliot Kalin, one of the hosts of that, has talked about how his son was obsessed with this song for a while, what? wanted him to sing it all the time. Oh, no. and, and in that in that bit, he refers to it as the least memorable of all Muppet songs. And well, I, I don't yeah. think he's wrong. Like, you can't really I, sing it because it's just, it's just, there's like, sometimes there's lines and they all kind of sound like... I'm doing some stuff, so give me some feelings. Yeah, it's give rough. My life, right? Like, who cares? Life. Like, it's all, it's nothing. Yeah, so it, it's no can you picture that. How long do you think it took Joe Raposo to write this song? Because I can't imagine it was more than seven minutes. He he fell asleep, and when he woke up, he had written the song. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I, I but, think it's like a fun scene in the movie, but yeah. if I'm listening to the soundtrack, yeah, I, I, think, I, don't, I don't get excited when Nightlife comes on. No, I, I, think I it's wish good, I could skip it. I think it's good traveling music. I, I have never memorized it, so that probably says something, but I do like some of the lyrics. Like, uh, apparently he says, talk me that guitar and roll me that boogie. I like huh. that. That's yeah. a cool line. And then sing me that good times because I need the feeling. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Give me that nightlife. I don't know. It's more. It makes me smile. That's bad. It's what the is? actual. It's actual the music. It's the actual music. All right. The lyrics are fine. It's the actual music, which is an important part of music. Yes. Otherwise, it could just be poetry. <laughs> yeah, if it was Doctor Teeth standing on top of it, just being like, "Give me that good time," just doing it. Yeah. <laughs> As a slam poem. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Be, okay. That that I could get, and I'll say this: 
and I enjoyed watching them. And at the very end, you know, you really get the full in of, I don't want to skip ahead, but you see there, you know, they're all playing their instruments and they're definitely grooving and having a good time. So points for that, but yeah. the actual song, I would press skip every time it came on. All right. I, I guess I'm, I don't know. I, sometimes I, I think I, I don't, hate enough things maybe this is one of those, <laughs> yeah. one of those circumstances well, no i mean i don't think you need to hate it I, i'm and, fine with it well and like, like i said like for me as a moment in the movie it, it works really well yeah it's, it's like funny. them playing music and, and well jamming, so but... the other thing though there are a few different versions of the movie some of which include dr teeth's vocals and some of which is just an instrumental i don't know which is which this one that we watched um, which is from the early 2000s DVD release, I think. This has Dr. Teeth singing. But I don't know. Do you think this would be better if it didn't have the lyrics and it was just the the bus driving along the streets of London with the music playing? No. No, I think I think it's fine. I just think, like, I don't think it... I think that most Muppet movie songs can exist independently of the moment that they're in the movie. And this one cannot at all. Very well stated. Mm. Yes, like, it's not. It's not fun to listen to if you're if you're not watching the movie. Yeah, right. I think okay. so. To me, you know, it, it all comes together in a kaleidoscope of terrible and piggy face when she first sits down and kind of takes in what's happening and hears this bad songs playing in the background. <laughs> and Kermit's like bopping along like it's fine, and she's like, "Oh, are, are these your friends? Like this is a first date." <laughs> right. It's a it's a whole lot of terrible and non expected, which which I think the song serves its purpose there. Like it's part of what's off about what's right. Off. Okay. Well, no, I mean it's definitely she she comments Piggy comments that they're they're playing it very loud. So yeah, I'm sure she's she's not having a great time here well, having the song blasted says, oh, in her ears. Oh, don't mind. Like they're doing you a favor. Yeah. Like she's that's, asking them, you know, for a favor. Oh, well, they don't have to play so loud for me. He's like, oh, they don't mind. That's such a great joke, I think. I love it's, that. It's I, a very simple joke, but I like it. It's a very simple joke, but it makes me laugh every time. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention before I forget, the Muppets on the Happiness Hotel bus is the second of four moments from this movie that were depicted on the Great Muppet Caper glasses from McDonald's when the movie came out. So those of you who are keeping track uh, at home can can tally up number two of four for the, the McDonald's glasses. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Mildly interesting. I like them. I like them. I got them all. Yeah. Don't drink out of them. I do. <laughs> I'm drinking out of one right now. Oh, no. <laughs> Go to the hospital. It's too late. If you I'm already gonna, drank out of them, it's it's over for you. I'm going <laughs> to sing Nightlife all the way to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Under Give me that lead paint inside me that poison. <laughs> so uh, one thing I, I definitely like in this scene, though, is the shots where you can see the flashing signs reflected in the windows of the bus. Yeah. That looks cool. Yeah. Well, and I love that giant... Um, sign that has two beer steins and says skull on it yeah i think that's clinking yeah i think that's so cool looking um i mean you know i live in i live in the twin cities and skull is what is what vikings fans say to each other i mean it's what vikings fans because it's like it basically means cheers like in in danish norwegian like in i think swedish i think like like generally like most scandinavian languages it means yeah drink up cheers i'm glad we're here together you know 
and so Viking fans say like they have like a little Vikings song that goes Skull Vikings that they sing at huh. games. Yeah. So it's, it just stands out to me for that reason, probably. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, yeah. I wrote it down too. I thought it was pretty cool. I, I wasn't. I was wondering if it was going to be somehow important when they in the next clips, but it wasn't. <laughs> what that sign? Yeah. Huh. Because it definitely, the movie definitely showed it. Like, for, yeah. it flashed a number of times. So, so I you, thought, well, maybe it was going to be important. But Maybe they should have gone to a Scandinavian beer hall instead of the Dubani <laughs> Club. <laughs> well, that's why it was such a weird thing. Like, that was my thought. Like, oh, the, where are they going? I thought they were going to the Dubani Club. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. Like, if there was some kind of animated, like another animated sign that reached out and grabbed one of those beer steins or something i don't know some kind of visual gag like that i mean isn't du bonnet french I, i'm just curious like it, th- you wouldn't have a flashing neon sign outside a supper club no no right no of course not so yeah you you also mentioned jess i think the the joke where piggy asks kermit are these your friends he says just the ones on the fenders <laughs> and i don't know if i've ever actually double checked before, but I did this time, and sure enough, Gonzo is on one of the front fenders, and Fozzie is on one of the back fenders. So, <laughs> Kermit is no liar. Yeah, attention to detail. Yes, it's nice. Because also that means, and Gonzo is moving, so I don't know how they did that exactly, but that makes somehow, me happy that you checked. Yeah, there's a puppeteer somewhere, I guess, or he's remote controlled, maybe, so he can kind of dance along to the music. That's most of my notes. I wanted to mention one thing from the July 22nd, 1980 draft of the screenplay. Uh, instead of riding in the bus, Kermit and Piggy ride in Bo's taxi while the rest of the Muppets go in the bus. Boo, that's less mm. funny. Yeah. So they There's get no reason in. for the bus if you do that. Right, exactly. Um, they get in, Bo says, uh, they, he asks them where they're going, and then he says the Dubani Club is the one place in London he doesn't know how to get to. And then uh, as they're driving, he points out some local landmark. He says it's either the Empire State Building or the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, but, all right. Uh, that's, not, yeah. that's not bad. I mean, that's fine. No, that's funny. But then also in that draft, Dr. Teeth is the one driving the bus. But I can only assume they decided it would be too hard for him to drive and play the keyboard and sing at the same time. I don't know. Like, maybe, or maybe just that he should be up on the top with the rest of the band. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, there is that. Well, so Dubonne, I guess we could we should talk about that and when we get into the club actually. So yes, we've not yet week. arrived at the club. Yeah, save I'll, it for next week. I'll save it for next week. So yeah, then in that case, do either of you have any final thoughts on these minutes? Jess, I will start with you. Um, I think we covered it. Uh not to I, I had written terrible song three times here. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will say, um, you made some good po- cases for it, Ryan, and uh, and I dearly love the idea of it playing on the way to the hospital in the ambulance. So <laughs> you might have swayed me to to something slightly better than terrible. To something slightly better than terrible, yes. That's all I can ask for. <laughs> but I love Piggy in the in this in this clip. I love how she just she's got a girl with a dream. <laughs> she's getting into the club. <laughs> yeah, Aww. yeah. Whatever she has to endure to get there. Exactly. She's just putting it together (laughs) and just going to get inside. I like that. I respect it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Anthony, anything else? No, I don't. I don't have anything. Okay. In that case, we will wrap things up. 
So listeners, please check out toughpigs.com on the internet, Facebook, Twitter, and everywhere else. You can find me on Twitter at me, Ryan Rowe. Anthony is on Twitter at Zeppo Marxist. And Jess, where, if anywhere, can people find you on the internet? I hang out at the Tough Pigs Forum, the Delphi Forums, which you can find right on the Tough Pigs website. Yes, you can. There's a link on the left sidebar, I believe. And there's a, a joyous conversation about Muppets constantly there. And I always love reading what people say about the podcast, especially. So I recommend everybody check it out after they finish listening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thanks. And we do, we definitely value your uh, your feedback after every episode. Thank you. I take it very seriously. It makes my uh, Tuesdays uh, a lot a lot better. Actually, I really Good. look forward to well, it. Well, you've talked about like like making yourself notes when you're listening to it on the way to work, like recording notes on your phone. I do that. I know that makes me sound a little nerdy, but no, you know that's what? great. Because if you, if that's what I this is all about. <laughs> I'll forget once I get into the busyness of my day. I'll forget what I. Well, you know, so I, I do. I make I make notes as I listen so that I can uh, add to the conversation. Yeah, and so everyone else, <laughs> everyone else, listen to the podcast, record your notes, and then uh, drop by the Tough Pigs forum to uh, discuss these episodes. Yeah, it's fun. And if you're so inclined, give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can give us a review. Tell all your friends about the show and join us again next week for another episode of Moving Right Along. Ding, ding. <laughs> the podcast is over. We're not saying more words. Give me that nightlife. <laughs> <laughs>